0: Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In with Megan Myers and Steffi Bradmore. This week we're talking about goals and why they're not always set in the best ways. Stay tuned. Hello.
1: Hi! How's it going? It's going. <laughs> I we're just in that like part of January where it's just gray constantly.
0: So gray. Oh my god. With no snow.
1: No, it is unseasonably warm. It's very weird. It's very bizarre. Like, yeah, it's just very strange. And it's been, it like rained a lot earlier.
0: I think it's supposed to rain today as well. And then also later this week. I, I haven't shoveled once this winter, which I'm not exactly sad about. But it's weird that we haven't really had winter.
1: Yeah, because we had that really bitter cold storm right before Christmas, which was early. And then usually there's like some pretty cold, snowy days mm-hmm. in January and like early Feb, and ain't nothing happening. It's weird.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll get through it and it won't be a problem. But weather's been weird. And also my kids are like, why is it so warm? Why aren't is it snowing? Why? I'm like, I don't know. My child's just constantly like,
1: it kind of should be like it kind of rainy, and like I'll be like, well, it's not exactly rainy. It just looks like it's gonna rain mm-hmm. and cloudy and. The Sun other day gray. when it was raining, I think it was like Monday, it rained the whole time when I drove her to school and she just the whole time she was singing, Rain, Rain, go away <laughs> <laughs> in the back seat. I was like, Girl, I feel it. Like, I don't know, it's dumb. So I just I you know, it's that seasonal depression that just I wanna see some sunshine.
0: I mean, I guess it was it was sunny yesterday for a little while.
1: Right? A little hot
0: minute. Yeah. A little bit. I'm trying to remember. I, I know. I'm like, <laughs> the last
1: time I saw the sun? So, yeah. So, tis, tis the season in the Midwest where it's just like, this is dumb. Yeah. Bring spring, please.
0: Yeah. I, the only problem is that next month is February, which is 45,000 years long.
1: How? How so. is February so long? I never understand it. There's like, there's like something in the, I don't know, oh man.
0: There's gotta be some sort of study on it.
1: There's some sort of witchcraft happening with (laughs) the shortest month of the year also being the longest month of the year. I don't know. It Makes no sense. So I think it's I
0: think it's definitely the part where it's like, you know like spring is it's just there. Like it's so close. And it's not yet there. And that's when you do get snow. And
1: like- yes. And you <laughs> just get, like, shit on with, like, a foot of snow. Mm-hmm. And it'll melt pretty quickly because it'll warm up quickly. But then you're, what the fuck? I was done with <laughs> this. I got to pull out my, like, snow boots again. This is insane. Well, if it doesn't snow at all, you can blame
0: my husband for buying a gigantic sled for the kids to just go oh, sledding on. Do it. I
1: thought you were going to say he, like, bought a snowblower because that also oh, no. always does it.
0: No. We thought about getting a snowblower when we moved here, and I was like, well, let's see how much it snows. And then, <laughs> the first year, I, don't, I didn't really snow that much. It snowed kind of a lot last year, but also, like, weirdly, I kind of like shoveling. Oh. And... special. Well, because, also, we live on a corner, so we have extra yeah. sidewalk to shovel, but it's kind of weird that I like it, because obviously, shoveling sucks, but it's kind of kind of like a meditation kind of thing because
1: meditative cold workout yeah because
0: <laughs> you're outside also usually when it, after it snows it's, half the time it's super sunny so everything's bright and sparkly but it's quiet it's
1: really quiet
0: and you're just like doing a thing that you can see the progress of okay okay so you're kind of like you know I'm you know you're doing something okay. that is happening
1: <laughs> and you see the results immediately you immediately see the results you love immediate results
0: yeah <laughs> just pop a podcast in it's great it was really relaxing last year we don't really do our driveway we just do the part of the driveway below the cars yeah so that like kind of saves a lot of time <laughs> yeah
1: that's true that's true we just ignore it most <clears throat> of the time we're those asshole neighbors it's fine. <laughs> Sometimes we'll get to it, and we'll, like, kind of shovel off the porch and, like, a path for the mailman, and then we're like, oh, it's whatever, it's fine.
0: <laughs> That's very unsafe,
1: Steffi. I know! we <laughs> are the worst. Well, it doesn't, because we don't go out our front, like, ever. Yeah. So we forget about it, and then we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't but, know. But, like, people we're
0: walk just- on the sidewalk.
1: Well, that's their problem. They shouldn't be out walking in the snow. I don't know what to tell you, Megan. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I but you have, have a kid sh- now, so you need a
0: mini now. shovel for Eden. That's true. And then you could teach her how to do it because my kids, for a while, I don't know if they still do, but uh, I mean, Reese definitely doesn't. But Max still kind of like somewhat Max enjoys still. helping shovel. Yeah. So you have to like instill that part. Yeah,
1: we're definitely entering the like, I want to help phase. Mm-hmm. She loves feeding the dogs. So, like, and she she's too little to, like, reach down to the container. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I just, like, get the cup and, like, we fill it with the food. And then she, like, wanders over and yeah. dumps it in the bowl and then brings it back. And she knows that she has to get one for Anya and one for Baba <laughs> And then she can, like, and then she'll, like, toss it back in the container and close it and snap it. And she, lo- she like, loves feeding the dogs. She's, sometimes she'll just, like, be, like, hanging out and she'll see there's a bowl. And she goes, I feed dogs now. So yeah, we're very much entering the helper stage.
0: Yeah, I remember when the the boys used <clears throat> to feed the cats, and they would just spill it everywhere <laughs> mm-hmm. little tiny pieces of cat food. Yeah, but hel- entering all the helper, helper stage, the
1: I mean like a lot of times it's causing more work for you in the long run. But And then it's you fine. teach her
0: how to sweep up the mess. It's
1: true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And they are very good about teaching her that at school, so she does do a pretty good job of. I cannot mess now. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay.
0: <laughs> Speaking of
1: messes, uh, you wanted to talk about goals. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So God, tell me about it. Um, So <clears throat> obviously, it's currently January. Um, I wanted to talk about goals, not necessarily because we're resolutioners, because we've talked about the fact that we are not New Year's resolutioners. Um, but I do know that a lot of people do make goals this time of year, whether it's for like, Work or personal, whether they consider them to be resolutions or it's just they're just sort of like doing a reset, whatever. Um, I but I see, I don't know, I see like a lot of like really undefined goals happening. Uh, and so I wanted to talk about goals for a couple of reasons, but also, um, wanted to talk about the fact that like I really fucking struggle with goal setting. Mm-hmm. Like, I oh my god, it's my least favorite thing. Like, I Hate set. I just really struggle with it. I struggle, I struggle with setting goals like for my personal life. I struggle with setting goals for work. And I've done a lot, I've done a lot of thinking and inner work to try to figure out why this is. And I think it's because I'm an Enneagram one. Because when I have a goal that has been set, I cannot do anything besides hyper-focus on that goal. I don't know if anyone else has this problem. I literally cannot think about anything but else besides meeting and preferably exceeding the goal. And until I've done that, I am a failure in my brain. And so I just literally just like keep thinking about it, and it's the hybrid, and it takes up all of my brain. And also, I because and then I and I also struggle with sometimes setting goals because I like know what I'm capable of, and the answer to that is a lot. But I'm like, I don't want to set it so high that then, like, I can't reach it. But well, I probably can reach it, but then it'll just take up all of my brain. So it's a struggle and it's a it's a cycle. And I've always, anytime like an employer's like, we need to set goals for the next year, I'm like, do we have to?
0: I must wait. I was uh, listening to a podcast this morning that covers this topic. <laughs> <laughs> um,. It is the 10% Happier podcast. I really like it. They always have, he always has really good guests. And um, his guest was Adam Grant, who wrote the book Think Again, which I read last year, which I really liked. And it's about perfectionism. And he was explaining that when he was in high school, he was a diver and he would get so worked up about diving and like he would just not dive. Yes. And his coach was finally like, you're not doing it because you want it. Because you, by the time you get to the end of the board, you know that it's not going to be the perfect dive. So you just don't do it. Yes. And that is you. That
1: is, <laughs> that is me. I have paralysis in a lot of my life because of this. Yeah. This is correct.
0: Yeah. Because you just, because it's more, you're focused on like having the end thing be perfect that you just never, ever start. Instead of just, like, doing something. Yes.
1: Well, and I've also had, like... I've also been in jobs where, like, a goal is set and I'm like, fuck, if I don't reach this revenue goal or this whatever like i'm gonna fucking lose my job and then my family will be homeless because we (laughs) won't have health insurance and my meds are gonna make us lose all of our money because i'm chronically ill and like my i just like catastrophize to the extreme of like what is the worst thing that could happen Mm -hmm. so (laughs) it's just a very it's a just a really fun time in my brain um yeah
0: i mean that that was like that is definitely the the absolute worst that could happen But I feel like even after you figure out what the worst that could happen is, then you're like, I feel like at at that point you would be like, okay, well, that's the worst that could happen, which means it will almost definitely never happen.
1: Are you sure, Megan? (laughs) Are you sure? Because my brain is not.
0: (laughs) Have you ever lost your job and ended up being homeless?
1: Not yet. Is this, this is. I'm like, just. I, this is why my therapist has a lot of fun with me. It's fine. Well, also, and so this is also something that. So this is this is a thing that I wanted to talk about though because. Um, I also see like I said I see a lot of like shoddy goal setting happening. Um, yeah. What
0: do you mean by that? You said like really vague. And I've, and I've, goal. Yeah, and I've
1: had this, and I've had this happen like in jobs, like with employers. Mm-hmm. So, the ideal. Is that you would set something called a SMART goal. Right. So if, if you know if listeners have not heard of this, SMART is an acronym: S M A R T. And the idea of a SMART goal is that uh, SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. So you want to make sure that like your goal is is meeting all of those kind of criteria. And the idea is that you have a specific goal in mind that actually is attainable within your specific time period. So it's not just like a pulled out of your ass goal mm-hmm. that you you know that you're never going to be able to reach. Like it's actually you have like the data points to back up. Like I know that I did X amount in the last two years mm-hmm. and I saw X amount of increase. And so if I take that amount of increase and I look at you know like you're able to see like okay this is this is reasonable Mm -hmm. and like it's not the bar is not so low that it's in hell Mm -hmm. but also like it's not so high that I can't attain it that then I don't ever start right um and I I have been in jobs where like they just I have I'll have an employer just like pull a goal out of their ass and be like so this is what you have to do this year and I'm like that's literally not that's not possible and they're like I don't care you have to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Like at that point you're like what what the fuck is the point? (laughs) Um and I see and I like I so I see this like a lot in there's a lot of employers that I see this with but I also see people doing it like just in their lives too. They'll be like I wanna be more uh I wanna I wanna be more zen this year and I'm like what does that mean? Right. What does that mean? I wanna be happier this year. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's not necessarily a goal. That's just a thing that you've said that doesn't really necessarily have any like meaning to it. Right. Like what is what does happier mean to you? What does more zen mean to you? What are you going to do to get there? Like does that mean you're going to, you know, practice meditation and you're going to meditate 5 minutes every day? Does that mean that you're going to find a new job? Does that mean that you're going to, you know, rethink your spending habits so you're not stressed about your budget? Like, what does that, what does that mean? Um, and so I just thought we could just kind of talk about that. Like what, what is, what do reasonable goals look like? Like, what is it, what is an actual goal? What is not a goal? (laughs) Like, uh, what do you need to set a goal for? What do you maybe not need to set a goal for? I don't, like I see, I spend a lot, I have a, I get a lot of like book talk, TikToks mm-hmm. in my feed and a lot of people will be like i have my reading goal for the year i love to read i do not set a reading goal for myself because i immediately it takes the joy out of it for me yeah because i'm again focused on like oh my gosh i have to make sure i get my 45 books in for the year and that means i have to read at x pace per week <laughs> like i just i want to read what i want to read when i want to read it and so like for me my like idea, like I think of like, okay, I definitely want to make sure that I'm incorporating more diverse and marginalized author voices in what I'm reading, um, and that's like a fairly easy thing for me to do. But I'm not like, oh my gosh, here's my here's X. I'm going to read X number of books, and X number of them are going to be nonfiction, and X number of them are going to be fiction. <laughs> like, there's just a lot of quantifiable things about that that take the joy out of it for me. So anyway, there's my
0: yeah. I mean, also. Also, in terms of reading specifically, like, man, there were a lot of years where I barely read anything. So, exactly, basically, if I'm reading, I'm happy. Exactly. Um, it kind of, it. what you were saying about these, like, really, I want to be Zen. It reminds me a lot of people who set words for the year. Oh, they're like
1: word of intent. My word yes. for the year. My, my intention word for, for the, the year. year. And they'll
0: be like, my word for the year is focus. And I'm like, well, okay, but.
1: What does that mean? What does that mean? I never know what it means either. Do you
0: mean you're going to... What are you going to focus more on? You could focus more on playing video games. That's still focus. Focus. Like, what? (laughs) Explain. I I don't see... I don't... I guess I don't see how that... joy.
1: What mm, does that mean? Right. I don't understand. Do not comprehend (laughs) words of year. Yeah. Please, Please help. Like... And I
0: think one thing, especially in business... With any job-related goals, a lot of the times, employers especially will set goals that are not... It's not necessarily that they're not achievable, but they're not things that you control. Yes. So when you're setting them, they have to be things that you can control. Yes. So if you like have a sales goal, you can't control whether or not they buy. Right. You can control how many people you reach out to. Yes. And how many leads you get. Right. But the number of, the amount of sales you get, you can't exactly control that. Right. So that's not a good goal. Right. Same thing with like, I don't even know now. That I, <laughs> I'm trying to think of more personal example. But like, I don't know. If you're trying, if you want, your goal is to sell your house. Like you can put it up for sale. Right. But- well, it's so, dependent okay, on somebody else okay, buying it.
1: Right. Or like, let's think about like, what maybe your goal is like, I want to improve my marriage. Right. That's a two party thing, right? Like yeah. you're, you and your spouse have to be on the same page of mm-hmm. wanting to improve your marriage. So like, that's not that you can't, but you just can't necessarily control your spouse or what they do or right. whatever. There are things that you could do mm-hmm. that you can control in your relationship and in your marriage, I am going to reduce the amount of complaining I do about my husband. I am going to uh, make sure that I tell my spouse that I appreciate them at least once a day, even if it's a tiny thing. Like there are mm. things that you can do that can work towards that, but at this, but like you cannot necessarily control like if they're going to be a willing participant in that. Yeah. That has to be something that you would, like, decide together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely – there's definitely a lot – I think there's lots of examples of, like, things that you can control, that you can do, mm-hmm. but ultimately, like, there are other people that are involved in a lot of this stuff, <laughs> and you don't necessarily know if they're going to contribute or hinder. Right. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think we had – it wasn't a goal necessarily, but at one point we – it was – uh, a couple years ago, we were like, okay, so we want to travel more. We are going to get the kids their own suitcases. We are our goal for the next year. We're going to st- start traveling more. We're not going to do as many gifts. So we're just going to travel and do fun things. And then literally like two months later, it was COVID. <laughs> <You> guys, <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we got like all these things. We went on one trip at the end of that year and then it was COVID. <laughs> like you never know to be fair you did travel by moving across that is true but that does not count for children especially (laughs) we did drive back and forth between bloomington and texas a few times but does not it doesn't quite count
1: yeah 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 i don't know i just i i i don't know i just i saw so many posts this year in particular or maybe i noticed them more this year uh Just of, you know, oh, my resolution is blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but how? I think it's... How are you doing that? I think people are doing that, though,
0: because they do feel the pressure. Like, you were talking about the pressure you feel when you set a goal. And so they think, if I'm just really super nebulous, then I'm not really setting a goal. Yeah. And then I can always say that I did achieve it. (laughs) You yes, know, like if you say true. your goal is joy, then you can just say that you were happier this year after you look back at the end of the year.
1: You're like, ah. like oh, it
0: worked out for me. It's great. <laughs> um, I actually just read Atomic Habits, which came out a few years ago, and I've been meaning to read it for a while. I actually last year checked it out from the library. It was on hold, I got it off hold, but I had multiple other books that I was reading same time and so i only got through like the introduction before i had to return it oops <laughs> so i just ended up buying it um and so that's i read fine. it i feel
1: like that's one of them you might like want to like flag and notate yeah I come back to it anyway so yeah
0: um so i read it uh the first like the end of the december and then through um oh it came out 2018 it's definitely, yeah, definitely a book that, like, it has little lessons and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. So you can, like, go back to it. But it kind of talks, one of the, it talks about how if you, you know, make tiny little changes, then that builds mm-hmm. into bigger changes and you can chain them together. Yeah. Um, but it also mentions that the, when you are setting goals, you shouldn't be, like, setting a goal of, I want to lose weight. You should be setting a goal of, like, I want I want to, it should be like, you want, you're going to, how would you lose weight? Well, you would lose weight by working out. Sure. Well, how are you going to set a goal for working out? Are you going to, would you set a goal for like, I'm going to work out five days a week? Blah, 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 blah. Like that's a lot. Right. But you really are trying to create yourself into being the kind of person who works out. Yes. And so it's more about like, he mentions like, go to the gym for five minutes. Yeah. And then leave. And then just keep doing that. And then eventually, like, sure. you will stay longer. And, like, you're sure. just building the habit of starting the it's thing.
1: sort of like saying, like, I want to make a million dollars. Right. Like, I, I, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, well, what does it take to, <clears throat> to do that? Does that mean that, okay, I need to get a different job where I have at least a 50% raise mm-hmm. uh, okay what do I have to do to do that uh, okay so I'm gonna start this month I'm gonna update my resume and then I you know like then I'm gonna send out my resume to different places and then you know I'm gonna make sure that I open a high-yield savings account. Like, what are these? Or I invest things. Like, yeah. there's, like, little things that yeah. you have to do to get to this bigger goal. But you can't just be like, I'm going to be a billionaire and rule the world <laughs> and then just, like, have it magically happen. Sounds like
0: my teenager.
1: <laughs> and then,
0: maybe not maybe not now, but a few years ago, he was like, I'm going to be a YouTube star. I'm like, are you, though? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. But, um... And the other, he goes through a lot of different things where if you, you in order to be like make these things, he has, he breaks it down into different laws mm-hmm. and it's make it obvious. So it's like, if you want to be a person who works out, then you have to like leave your workout shit like right next to you when you go to bed. So then when you wake up, it's staring you in the face. Right. And so it's more obnoxious to ignore step it's like over easy your clothes
1: to just put those clothes on yeah right or away. like yeah
0: I actually know people who go to sleep in their workout clothes so that they wake up wearing them it feels very uncomfortable to me as a person who has to wear a sports bra maybe it's fine for men I don't know
1: I just sleep in a sports bra a lot so that actually probably could work for <clears> me but I won't do it <laughs> <laughs> let's be real clear it's not gonna happen right. but I could
0: the second one is uh, make it attractive. So it says, um, like, pair the thing that you want to do with something that you actually need to do. Sure. So, not, I don't want to keep going with, like, the workout thing. But so, like, if you need to do all the dishes in your kitchen, mm-hmm. maybe the thing that you want to do is, like, dinner at home so if your sure. goal is like I want to cook dinner at home more sure then you would like while you're you know you'd clean up too sure and then make it easy it's <laughs> just like reduce the amount of obstacles in your way sure. of doing the thing and then also like you can make your habits smaller like working out for five minutes making yourself lunch instead mm-hmm. of dinner like things like that that would build up eventually
1: I saw I saw a TikTok about this, um, just like along the line yesterday of one of the a gal that was saying like at the end of like after dinner she'll set like a ten minute timer. <coughs> oh, I saw that one. Uh, yeah, um, and she'll, yeah, so she'll set a 10-minute timer for, like, cleaning her kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then whatever, it doesn't matter what she's doing when the timer goes off. She can be in the middle of a task. She mm-hmm. just stops. Yeah. And that's that for the day. Yeah. Um, and so that, like, it it's helps her, because the 10 minutes over the course of a week builds up to keeping the kitchen clean or, like, getting it to that, like, really clean place. Yeah. Versus waiting until the end of the week when you've got a bunch of tissues in the sink and there's a bunch of shit you have to put away and it's, like, too overwhelming to start. Mm -hmm. Like, spending an hour cleaning on Saturday sounds like shit. Versus, like, okay, I can spend 10 minutes cleaning throughout the week because 10 minutes is achievable. Maybe for you, maybe you start with 5 minutes and then you work up to 10 minutes or whatever. But I I see that. I see it a lot on, especially ADHD talk, Mm -hmm. um, of, like, you know, this is just, like, and you can apply it to any room in your house. I'm gonna take five minutes, and I'm gonna fold laundry and whatever laundry I get folded in five minutes. That's the laundry that gets folded, and then right. I'll do it again tomorrow, and I'll get a little bit more done, and then it'll, you know, yeah, be done. So,
0: yeah, because I think that eventually, especially with laundry folding, if you if you wait, obviously, then it just piles up because. You just, have more and more clothes that need to be washed and then therefore
1: you have to fold this. <laughs> Someone who is recording this can attest and it's not Megan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so for me, when we when we do the laundry, as soon as it comes out of the dryer and makes its way to our room, I try to fold it as quickly as possible because I know that like otherwise it will just sit there and then I'll have to do laundry again. And then it'll sit there longer, and then I have to do laundry
1: again. And your whole guest room is just piles of clean. How laundry. do you have
0: so many clothes? It's my
1: question. I don't know. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So eventually, and I do feel like eventually, because if you knew me when I was a kid, you knew my household. Like it, we, it was a mess. Like you think that your house is unorganized and a mess? My house was worse when I was a kid. It makes so, me feel
1: better, I guess. Just know that.
0: <laughs> and also it wasn't like it was also my room because yeah. I was like, well the rest of the house is you know, like why should I do I anything? Mean,
1: compared to what uh, <laughs> to what my room was growing up, my room now is immaculate. Yeah. You could barely see my floor growing up. So same,
0: yes. <laughs> uh which made it interesting because I couldn't have friends over unless my room was clean. So. Oh well. Um but I think part of that like eventually, like, caught up with me where I was like, well, I don't want it to be that. Yes. And so, just forcing myself to do the... fold the laundry immediately and put it away. Like, now that's why I'm like, well, now it's just my habit to do it. Yeah. As opposed to my children who are just like, I'll just put it in my room. (laughs) And then, like... (laughs) My kids are very strange. At least one of them is very strange with the laundry. He'll... he'll He hangs up most of his shirts, which is not weird. He will take all of his shirts, lay them out on the floor, so it's like just a flat shirt, okay. like you can see the whole shirt, not folded or anything. Okay. And the, but he'll do that with all of them. He'll stack them all. Okay. And then once they're all stacked, then he will hang them.
1: What's the point of that extra step?
0: I do not know, and there's n- no way he could tell me what it is either. Okay. <laughs> Because my thing, I'm like take it out of the basket and hang it up, and he's like, no, I can't do it that way. I'm like, okay, but the problem is that it takes him like double the time because you've added so many extra steps. Well, it will take him like two hours to fold his laundry because he also will be on Instagram at the same time. Around, it's fine, but but also yes, he lays everything out and then hangs it up, which is mind boggling to me.
1: Oh, okay. Here's an example of pairing something you need to do with something you want to do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, if I'm like, I know I want to watch an episode of TV, mm-hmm. I will sit down with my laundry basket and I will fold the laundry while I'm watching the episode Dang. of TV. multitasking. So there you go. Like, you know, like, I'm got, I I want to watch this episode of The Bachelor mm-hmm. so that my brain can rot. I'm not going to be doing it. Like, what else am I going to be doing with my hands? I will fold right. the laundry. And watching The Bachelor is my reward as I'm folding the laundry. Or, I want to listen to this podcast, I'm going to listen to this podcast while I fold the laundry. So there's an example for you.
0: Yeah, I think that works better too than being than having it be a straight reward. Whereas you would be like, if I finish folding the laundry, then I can watch The Bachelor. Because one, you'll be like, I'm just going to watch it anyway. Yes. Or two, you'll be like, well, I don't really care about watching The Bachelor. Right. I'll go do something else. Neither one of those things. Well, then
1: you've, like, eaten up extra time. Like, you know, now I've got within this hour or two or even if it's a 30-minute episode or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like, within that period of time, like, I was just going to sit anyway. I might right. as well, like, at least accomplish something that then I can be like, wow, I did this thing. Look at <laughs> how an adult I am. woo I'm so grown up. I'm an adult. <laughs>
0: The other, the last part of it was that it was, um, make it satisfying. And like, as you're saying, give yourself an immediate reward. Yeah. So I think doing multitasking is an immediate reward situation for sure. Yeah. Or it's like, (laughs) this is so like stereotypical, like mom situation, but going to Target and getting a Starbucks. Yes. (laughs) Straight up. Like you need to get your shit down to Target, get in Starbucks. Yeah. Immediate reward situation. I mean, Good I job, people, Target, for putting Starbucks in.
1: I know. <laughs> to God. I know grown adults who are motivated by sticker charts. If you if you do the thing and yeah. you get yourself a full week of stickers, and then you're gonna treat yourself to a special coffee or bagel or mm-hmm. donut or something on Saturday. I don't like. I think you have to figure out like what is it that's going to intrins- intrinsically motivate you. Yeah. Because like sometimes doing the thing just isn't enough.
0: Yeah. I'm also I'm really bad at re- the reward stuff though because I'm definitely the person who is like who is like, "Well, I don't really want that thing anyway." Or like <laughs> like so I'm like, "I don't care if I don't get it." <laughs> so yeah, I, I think- haven't found a thing that's like rewarding because also like what's to stop me from just giving myself the reward, you know? Right. Like
1: it's your own my own personal self
0: self accountability self-worth whatever but also i'm like well i don't care that much
1: right exactly so yeah like you i think each person has to decide like what is gonna motivate me Mm -hmm. what is gonna be make this thing attractive to me yeah interesting make me keep stick with it till it becomes a habit yeah like working out will become a habit for me but that's okay (laughs) it's fine I
0: was don't thinking...
1: want to die. I don't know. Is that my, is that my motivation? I don't fucking know. I was thinking
0: man. about it earlier because I, was, I, I, for a while I was like, I'm going to get up early and I'm going to work out before the kids go to school. No, oh. I like my bed, but it made me remember that I used to, like before COVID, I used to get up at like five in the morning. I used to go get up at five in the morning and go to the five forty five bar class multiple times a week. Because and also if you schedule bar class and then you don't go, they charge you. That so there's like a fine. Yeah. So you yeah. kind of have to go if you if you schedule it. Yeah. But also sometimes I'll be like, you know what, I'll just pay the fine. Yes. <laughs> but nice. I used to do it constantly. Because that way, because I worked, so, yeah. like, that way I didn't have to stop my day.
1: To work out, right?
0: Yeah. But, man, it was horrible. It's <laughs> 5.45 class. It was, like, me and, like, three man. other people. And I,
1: like, so admire the people that can, like, do it. And they're, like, I love the way I feel, da, da, da. And I think I'm broke. I-, can- I need a tangent for a second. <laughs> I, think I think I might be broken because 90% of the t- like, Sometimes I'll finish a workout and I'm like, I do feel great. 90% of the time I finish a workout and I feel either neutral or I feel worse than I did when I started. Not just like, oh man, I physically feel tired, but like mentally, I'm like, Mm -hmm. that was stupid. Like I am like more depressed after I've worked out than from before I've worked out. I cry so often after working out. I wish I could tell you people how often I have... (laughs) gone to the gym so I'm like okay, you know endorphins endorphins are supposed to make you feel better and then I just like cry because I'm like this is sucks and I hate it and I'm working out and I know it's good for me but I hate it and I just like cry so I think I'm broken. Uh, I don't know how to fix that but I think I'm broken. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think exercise makes me more depressed. I, think I don't my think endorphins it, are okay, so I
0: don't think I don't think it's making you more depressed. I think I don't think endorphins simply make you happy. I'm not a scientist, but I would say that with exercise and other certain things, like I went to, um, I went to a self-defense class once and I just like broke down during one of the demonstrations that we had to do. And I think it's more of like, especially if it's a class or, you know, a self-workout, whatever the hell it is you're doing, where you like, you're you're doing something that you wouldn't normally do and that you have to Mm -hmm. push your own beliefs of yourself. Yeah. That is what is bringing all your emotions up and that is what makes you cry.
1: I cry significantly less if I'm doing a workout by myself in my own home. I still Mm -hmm. don't necessarily always feel like, I still most of the time just feel neutral afterwards. Mm -hmm. But yes, classrooms, class settings... Are, I'm almost guaranteed I will leave cry Unless it's yoga. Almost guaranteed I will leave crying <laughs> at some point. Or like 50% of the time. So I'm hey. like, this is terrible. <laughs> Everyone was judging me because I was really bad at the thing. Also, no one cares. I know no one cares. Except for the time that I was doing... I Because I, I used to go to this, this gym in town. And it was like sort of um, like boot camp style classes Mm -hmm. and most of the time it was like sort of self-led like you had a circuit that you were doing but you just sort of like did it on your own and everyone was just around you and that was usually mostly okay but there was one time where they are like we're gonna get in small groups and I was just and I could tell because like my other people that were in my group I got stuck, because they all, all knew each other, and then I got stuck with some group, and I wasn't as strong as they were, or, like, as fit as they were, and so we weren't going as fast, and I could tell that they were like, I fucking hate this bitch, and I, <laughs> I think I left to the middle of class. I just, like, straight up, like, got my stuff, and I just left, because I was like, I will either, I can leave, or I can burst into tears in front of everyone. That sounds horrible. And, the like, I was like, why'd you leave? And I was like, because I was, gonna, and, like, and, like, I didn't feel comfortable enough with the instructor that day. And like the next day, like the guy that I usually was usually there was like, Hey, were you okay? I was like, absolutely not. And if that ever happens again, I will leave before class even starts. (laughs) Like, don't ever make me do that again. And he was like, Oh my gosh, I'm really sorry. Like that shouldn't have happened. Like you shouldn't have been made to feel uncomfortable like that. I was like, well, I appreciate your empathy here because I, was really embarrassed. It was really terrible. But anyway.
0: Uh that's like when I had swimming class in high school and um, I I'm afraid of drowning and I'm I'm better at swimming now than I was when I was a kid. But also when I was a kid I only had, you know, one month of like childhood swimming classes before I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I'm not ever doing this again. Um but then in high school you're required to take swimming. Uh, and at the beginning of class, very first class, she was like, we're going to divide into groups based on, you know, your skill level. And it's going to be, uh, you know, advanced, intermediate, beginner. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, so who is a beginner? And I was the only person. Oh no. Which meant that...
1: And they just I, made you like self-group yourself? No, they made me be in the intermediate group, which is almost worse. Oh no, but that I think it's that's so strange that they were just like, who deems themselves to be an intermediate so, like there wasn't a test. There was no test. Just, like, it decide. was just like
0: Yeah, like, do you know how to swim? Oh, and it was like basically everybody was like, Yeah, I'm a i can swim. And I was like, I kinda don't know how to swim. I
1: might drown in this pool <laughs> right here in front of you. Yeah. Oh, and she was just God. like, Well, you can just do what because she didn't want to like nightmare. teach me separately. This is why I actually did, like, the the only thing I did like about P.E. in high school was that it, there basically weren't any athletes in class. <laughs> because, it, because if you were in a sport, you didn't have to take P.E. Oh. And so, like, there were very, very few at Like, it would be, like, there might be, like, some cheerleaders that did, like, football cheerleading and not mm-hmm. basketball cheerleading. So they were in one special. But, like, that was basically it. And so, like, everyone was kind of mediocre and everything at best yeah my school wasn't like that junior high junior high and elementary pe were real rough for me yeah real bad uh no there were I people just like just have too much trauma surrounding physical activity
0: there, i happening.
1: mean yeah maybe you should just only do yoga <laughs> <laughs> that might be it i can i can get on the peloton does not make me cry
0: peloton sometimes makes me cry
1: I usually I usually set my bar in hell of what <laughs> I think I can accomplish. Like I will not do I said to you the other day that I like turned on the machine and I was like, Ooh, an in-sync class. I love in sync. And then I saw that it was Cody Rigsby was the instructor and his rides were so hard and I was like, Oh, I don't wanna die today. Never mind, let me go find a Robin class.
0: I mean Robin and then, classes can be hard.
1: They can be, but this one I lucked out because she was like, guys, we're not working that hard today. Yeah, and I was like, "Thank you, Robin."
0: Usually, like her Broadway ones are like real low key. Yes. Uh, any like the a lot of the very specific themed artist ones are mm-hmm. not as hard. I I always read the rating on the class. I artist.
1: usually look at what the um, the resistance like the little map the resistance oh. map, and if the resistance goes too high too many <laughs> times, I say no. Yeah. no thank you to this situation. <laughs> like I don't mind being out of the seat I, but I do mind if they're like you need to be at 60 resistance and I'm like fuck you that's not happening. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> the Encanto ride did make me cry last year. That was a, a crying ride.
1: Yes well some of that's the music. It, is, it was the music it was because I was like singing
0: along and then I was like
1: oh Louisa I feel so sorry <laughs> so so anyway that that we got off the rails here
0: are so are you setting goals this year are you setting any intentions Uh, my words i don't have any
1: words (laughs) um i continue to like i said like with my reading i continue to try to be more intentional about reading um marginalized voices Mm -hmm. um and i so i track my reading in story graph, but then I also have a reading journal Mm -hmm. and I actually set up a spread at the front of my reading journal. Um, where after I've read a book, I will like, I have little things that I'll color in if it, the author was a woman or if the author is a person of color, or if the author is a member of the queer community Mm -hmm. and like, and obviously like a book could hit like all three of those Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, and so, it's just a nice way for me to, like, visually see, like, oh, I've been reading a lot of books by female authors, but I haven't been reading a lot of POC authors or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm able to, like, kind of just visually see it. I don't have, like, a number in mind. Like, I have to read X percent or X books. Right. It's just like, oh, you know what? I'm maybe not working, being as intentional as I want to be about that goal. Um so, that's, that's been, like, a thing for me. Um, last year, I decided kind of mid-year that I wanted to um, get back into embroidery. And so, I joined a Patreon um, where she teaches you different embroidery stitches every week. And she gives you, like, free... Um, like sampler patterns mm-hmm. and she'll like walk you through it every week and so I did that that was like a tangible step towards like okay this is a thing I want to do so I'm going to join this and I'm going to do some of these samplers and you know relearn some of these stitches that I have forgotten from my when I was a kid and learn new stuff um, so I am also this is like not necessarily a goal but it's a project that I guess becomes a goal I am mm-hmm. doing a temperature blanket this year um, so Every day gets a row in the blanket. Um, so that's something that I will have to keep up with all year.
0: Yeah, that's a so goal. Cool. Like, you have to do it every day. Yeah, so. so, and
1: I don't necessarily do it every single day. Sometimes I'll, like, group a few days together. But, mm. like, I want to make sure that I don't get to December and I'm still only in, like, May. <laughs> so, like, it is, like, okay, at least a couple times a week I want to sit down and, like, take a few minutes to, like, do those rows or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, I have, like, some things like that that are a little bit nebulous, but, like, do have, like, a a little bit of a tangible something that I can see and know that I'm, like, making progress toward this thing that I want to do. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. How about you?
0: I am grabbing one of the ones that you had last year for – I don't know how long it actually lasted for you. But – You had a goal to either exercise or meditate. I did it
1: for that month. Yeah. And then I did it up until I had my surgery. (laughs) And then I haven't done it since.
0: Right. (laughs) So that's my goal is to every day either intentionally move or do meditation. And um, so far it's going really well. I actually have like a really long streak going on the Peloton because I've been like very focused on... Making sure that at least I get in some meditation yeah. or like savasana yoga or like yeah. something like that, um, and it's making me feel really good. So yeah, that so I one really that like one it.
1: did work pretty well for me because like if you guys didn't listen to the episode when I talked about that, like. For me, it was, like, okay, 15 minutes of moving my body or, like, 10 minutes of meditation. and I But I didn't put any parameters on what 15 minutes of moving my body meant. It could mean, like, I took a walk around the block. It could mean that I did a 15-minute yoga flow. It could be that I got on the Peloton. Mm -hmm. Like, it just needed to be, like, 15 minutes. And, like, if there was, like, a day where I was, like, out and about and, like, doing a lot of shopping or, like, on my feet a lot. Yeah. And, like, I... I was like, I know I've been on my feet more than 15 minutes. Like, I count that or whatever. Yeah. So I, get, I was a little loosey-goosey with what the definition of moving my body was. But, like, it could literally have been, like, a 20-minute stretch before bedtime. And I was like, that's I moved my body in a way that felt good to me today. I mean, I
0: think anything that's you're intentionally doing it, I think that counts. Yeah. Like, especially stretching. Like, definitely
1: more people need to stretch. Well, and, you know, <laughs> so we didn't talk about this. But, like, I also think one of the things is, like, when you're setting a goal is, like, Really keeping in mind what you are capable of doing. Yeah. So, like, for me, saying that I'm going to do, like, a workout every day or even, like, I'm going to do thirty minute a 30-minute workout three times a week is really hard for me because I am chronically ill and I have weeks where I just feel like shit or I'm, like, yeah. it makes me so tired that I can barely just do what I need to do during the day. Right. So, like, setting that definition is... is More than what my body can sometimes handle. But saying, like, I'm going to move my body for 15 minutes or I'm going to sit still and meditate (laughs) for 10 minutes, like, that I can do. Yeah. I can gauge what my body is feeling like that day and I can listen to my body. It, It made me more like, okay, I'm going to listen to what my body needs and wants. And some days I wanted to move more. Yeah. So I think that like if you are going to set like a goal for yourself or an intention for the year or a word for the year, like (laughs) like, not looking at what your friends are doing and like, oh, well, all of my friends are – getting their 3,000 Peloton rides on this year, and their goal was to hit 87,000 rides (laughs) and be the leader in the leaderboard, like that might not be what your body is capable of. Yeah. Or you might have ADHD or you might have anxiety or depression, and that prevents you from being able to do certain things. That's totally okay. And that doesn't make you a failure. Yeah. You just have to know what you can do. Yes adjust accordingly so
0: one of the other things we didn't we didn't really get into talk about but um one of my goals is to um create slash continue building upon like the system that i have for getting my work done yeah so a lot of the time like a lot especially if you have a goal like if you're like oh i need to or like to-do list yeah all these things you need to do It gets really overwhelming, but if you have a system for doing that, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like, this is what you're going to do this time. This is what you're going to do this time. This Mm -hmm. is where you're going to, like, or, and especially if, like, a thing flows into another thing. Yeah. Then it is much more achievable than just being like, I have a to-do list with 15 things on it, and oh my God, how am I going to do this? And then, you know, one will take longer than the other. It's just a whole mess. But having systems in place is, like, so much more helpful. Same thing with like the laundry too. Yeah. Like that's kind of a system on its own. Like, yeah. meh, by nature of doing laundry, <laughs> it's a system <laughs> because you have to like put it in the dryer and then you can't like you can't take it out of the washer and just fold it. You have to put it in the dryer and then you have to put other clothes in the wash and like remember to put it in thing. the dryer
1: or else you're also going to have to rewash it. So, yeah. be <laughs> <before> it <doesn't. laughs> so maybe your system is setting a timer to remember to yeah. go. <laughs>
0: Or maybe your system needs to be, maybe you need to be a person with a fancy washing machine that has Wi-Fi that texts you when the washing machine is God, that would be
1: amazing. I just usually, because a lot of times I'll throw like the laundry in before I like hop in the shower at night or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times I'll just leave the the laundry room light on because it's the end of the hallway, like where our bedroom is. And then when I go to pee at 1030 before I go to sleep, I'm like, oh, fuck, <laughs> the light's on because I didn't finish doing the thing. So, <laughs>
0: you know. I try to do it where, like, I'll put one in uh, after I shower in the morning. And then usually... Usually, the problem mainly for me is that I don't go back upstairs Yeah, most days until, yes. like, the end of the day. Yes. Well, because like, my husband works upstairs. I'm like, in theory, he wouldn't switch it, but nah. he doesn't always. So I try to make an effort to be like, if I haven't gone back upstairs by lunchtime, yeah. then I'll go upstairs and switch it over. Yeah. But it's kind of a hassle. Also, my child, my teenager, will like go to bed at like 11 o'clock at night and be like, No, I need to do my laundry. I a hundred percent throw my laundry in the wash at like ten thirty
1: and then be like, Mama, when you get up, can you throw it in the can dryer?" You put my clothes me? in the
0: dryer. I'm going to bed. Can you put them in the dryer for me?
1: No, we will not. <laughs> <laughs> she did she
0: sometimes do. we will if we she have our own her, laundry to do she but. would roll
1: her eyes at me but she would do it but i also was the only child so
0: well we also there was no
1: precedent being set for others
0: <laughs> <laughs> we also have told him approximately 45 times at least uh to not start laundry at 11 o'clock at night Why don't you forget, I uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> also he has especially if he'll, especially if he does it but he has the whole weekend to do laundry he still does it like Sunday night. We're like, what are you doing, man?
1: I I don't have any comments because that was me.
0: Well, your mom's nicer than I, than I am. She though.
1: also had the same sort of neurodiversity that I did. And so her brain worked in the same way. And so I think she just was like, yeah, this is some shit I would have done. <laughs> <laughs> except her, except my grandpa was like. Pretty fucking strict, so she. I think she was like, I would. You know what? I wish somebody would have let me just be a little loosey goosey when I was that age.
0: Yeah, I mean, on the other hand, I should. He is doing his own laundry, so there's that.
1: That's true.
0: It's just that I buy the clothes, so I don't want them to get ruined. But
1: picky, picky, mom.
0: <laughs> I don't have a lot of goals this year, actually. Um, other than those, because I'm trying to just. I don't want to say be zen, but I'm trying to just like. <clears throat> live my life I guess and kind of like I'm still we're still coming off COVID I'm still kind of like trying to figure out like where I want things to go in my life in my everything everything. (laughs) you know like especially because I'm getting older and it's in a weird way like I'm not that old but also like it's time to start thinking about like what comes next which is ridiculous um and you know like my reese is gonna take driver's ed this year he's gonna get a driver's license he's gonna be in college soon
1: yeah
0: my other kid's gonna be in middle school in a couple of years like it's a there's just like a lot of things of there's life of, that like, are next, going on
1: next chapter kind of sh- things happening that
0: are like either like coming soon or like they're just over the horizon so it's kind of like It's hard to focus on like, well, how can I better myself when you're just like, I'm just trying to make it through, which is totally fine.
1: Yes. Well, and I like I like people don't always need goals. No. And one of my friends, like she was talking about how like she's been like really intentional about like journaling every morning. Mm. And I messaged her. and I was like, oh, man, my therapist really wants me to journal. And I just like, which is ironic since I am literally a
0: writer. It sounds like work.
1: Well, I guess maybe that's why I, I'm like, because it's literally work for me. Yeah, like, I'm. Uh, I don't know. But she was like, she was like, you know, she was like, I'm also, she's like, I'm an empty nester. Like I'm 50 and yeah. when I had toddlers, like that was not at all going to happen. So she was like, seasons of life, baby. <laughs> like, Thank you for that reminder.
0: <laughs> oh, I guess I do have one. I do have one goal and it is uh, related to my garden. Okay, there you go. I'm, I'm working on uh, expanding my garden this year. Last year, I kind of loosey gooseyed the garden. The first mm-hmm. year we were here, I did pretty good. I was pretty proud of it. Um, last year was just kind of like a lot for whatever reason. <laughs> it was, I feel like everyone's like, it was 2022. It was a thing. Um. Uh, so I have a lot of plans for this year and. Uh, we have our like beautiful new fence and we like ripped out some old plants and put in some new plants and we're going to like do a lot of other things. And
1: aren't you going to do like a little sitting? Did you say you were going to do like a little sitting area? Yeah.
0: So I, I was very inspired by my trip to Scotland. We went to a lot of little cute, I don't want to say English gardens cause it was in Scotland. So Scottish gardens. Um, but like British. British gardens where they like have <clears throat> a, a plethora of, plants everywhere and like little walking paths and stuff and I don't really have the space for like a lovely walking path kind sure. of situation but I have a bench already and so um we're gonna kind of like set it up in the backyard and then I'll put like an arbor and some climbing yeah. flowers and like eventually provided that we never sell this house <laughs> it will
1: like be like the English garden of my dreams but A little bit at a time. That reminded me. So uh, our friend uh, Andy moved with her family across the country here. Apparently, I just don't know what it is about me. I didn't (laughs) think I had that compelling of personality, but friends keep moving to be here in town. Uh, Anyway, so they closed on their house. And yesterday, so I watched their kids while they did that. And before they left to go close, we were talking about like what a pain it is like the day, a couple days before your closing of like making sure the wire transfer for the money happens <laughs> at the right time. And like, if there's a holiday or it's a weekend there, are, the bank will be like, pretty sure we can get it there in time. And you're yeah. like, I need more than pretty sure. Cause I need this fucking house. Like, it's so stressful. And I was like, yeah, that just like really put my stress over the edge. And I think that's the point when I looked at Alex and I said, well, we're dying in this house. Mm-hmm. And their kindergartner looks at me and she goes, no, you're not. And I turn and I go, oh, can you see the future? Where are we going to die? And she looks me dead in the eyes, completely serious. And she goes, in the backyard. (laughs) (laughs) At which point I just look at Andy and we both like, I go, well, you can take your creepy ass child with you. (laughs) We're like, oh my God. (laughs) Wow. And he's like, I don't know. I'm leaving though. You got to keep her here. (laughs) So, apparently Alex and I are going to die in our backyard. Uh, <laughs> well, hopefully. It was an answer I did not see coming. Hopefully not anytime soon. Hopefully not anytime soon. Oh, man. <laughs> Kids mm. are fucking wild. Gold,
0: gold, not to die in the backyard this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Again, the bar's <laughs> <is> in hell. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, Megan, what's bringing you joy this week? Uh, this is kind of a weird thing,
0: but when I moved here, um, there's there's certain things that you know you know better when you are packing, and yet you're just trying to fucking pack, Yes. right? Um, so <laughs> one of the things that I was just like, just, I was just like, just fuck it, it's gonna go in the box. Um, was uh, uh, my jewelry. Mm-hmm. And so, for the past two and a half years, I've had this little tangle of necklaces, mm,
1: going on seven years with mine. <laughs> uh huh. Yes.
0: And uh, every once in a while, like, cause there's some necklaces in there that I used to wear all the time, yeah, I, uh-huh. and like, I, I'm wearing one right now. I'm so happy. Um. So every once in a while, I would like pull it out and look at it and be like, you know, do the little thing where you like rub the bundle together to like. Think Maybe it's it'll gonna just magically just fall apart <laughs> and everything loose will be separate. Uh, and then I just like go, oh, whatever. I don't have patience for this. <clears throat> but for whatever reason, yesterday I pulled it out and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna work on this today. I, first of all, there were like seven or eight necklaces in this little bundle. Oh my god. And most of, they were all chain necklaces. Delicate
1: chains, I'm sure. A couple of
0: them were delicate chains. There was a mix of silver and gold, so that actually was helpful.
1: That, yes. Um,
0: And I sat there for at least an hour. (laughs) Tediously.
1: At your little vanity?
0: At my little vanity. Tediously separating these necklaces. And the fact that I was able to sit there for an hour... And focus on this horrible, horrible task. It brings me a lot of joy. <laughs> because obviously it took me two years to get to the point where I could sit down and do this. This
1: is, why, this is why people think that ADHD means that you can't focus. It just means that you have dysregulated focus. And it just wasn't of interest to you until this particular moment but I also, when it was the only interest to you.
0: I, I also, it wasn't even that it was like the only interest to me. It was just more that like think partially because of all the meditation that I've been doing I was like I can just do this just do it. and it's not gonna make me angry if I can't get it done like I'm just gonna be patient with it and it was it was like its own hour-long meditation of Look like you carefully separating all of them and not breaking any of the chains and then once I got one off closing the clasp and setting it off to the
1: side <laughs> It. I will organize these better. I will hang them on my little hooks or whatever.
0: Yeah, and so uh, just the fact that I was able to, like, it made it felt like a it was like a growth moment, I guess. Like, That's it made true. me feel like I've had a lot of growth in the past year, and that I was just able to get it done, and I felt really happy that I had it done. Obviously, Good job. but
1: yeah, it made, made I'm me proud happy. Of you.
0: Yeah. What is bringing you joy?
1: Um, so I took the. Uh, sewing box that i got last week and i reorganized my little crafting corner in my room my little project corner uh and i like threw a bunch of trash away that just like accumulated as it does as it does and i reorganized things and i figured out a better system for like my various projects that are all like in progress and like, i can know where things are and i feel really good about it and i can like go and like okay i got my temperature blanket i can go get my little hook and we're gonna and i can put it back in its little home and this auto lasts last at least a week
0: <laughs> i was like the key is putting it back into the home yes 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 that's awesome
1: i i because i have multiple like crochet projects that are ongoing mm. and I have and I like when I I try when I am crocheting a project to use the same hook from start to finish mm. like I'll, I'll, I have many many hooks so I'll have like multiple hooks of the same size but I always try to use the exact same one from start to finish just because there are minor variances and so I like took some of the slots in the little sewing box and I put some like painter's tape and I put like the name of the project that that hook is for, and like put it in there so that I know. And then if I need to use that hook for something else, I can write the name of the other project on it, oh. and that way I don't forget when I go back to do like my temperature blanket. I'm like, fuck, what hook was I using for right. that? I because I picked you know, grabbed it and put it somewhere else. Right, I'm able to like, oh yep, very smart. So yeah. Anyway, oh, look yeah. at you. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get you there. Someday. by (laughs) the time I die in my backyard. (laughs) It's fine.
0: So next week, we are going to talk about the
1: joys, question
0: mark, not really, (laughs) of the credit score.
1: Yes. So we'll be trying to figure out. What it is, why it matters, what you can do about it. Until then, you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to us on your favorite platform. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd rather stay In podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Bye.